Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Hello everyone and welcome to the world tomorrow! Uh, an excellent Futurama review episode, and always is my host, I'm the host, oh that's kind of weird, I'm the host, the Admirable Admiral, is always my co-host, Jim Strangebork, how's it going buddy? Pretty good Admiral, I'll, I'll host you this week, at, at the place, not on the show though. You know? Okay, why don't you there. go ahead and tell the people, do your shtick like you usually do, tell the people what do we do. My shtick. You know, my dog's chasing a shtick right now. We are a Futurama podcast. We take each episode week by week, uh, only every other week, and we watch it, we talk about it, and we share some wonderful insight and maybe some not-so-wonderful insight with all of you lovely listeners. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I love how Tesla has to be in, when I watch Futurama, Tesla has to be there. When I do the podcast review, he has to be here. He... He, I'm pretty sure he's, he's addicted. Harry on Jurassic Park. Oh, he, I, I like how his eyes stopped when you said that. What? Like what? Jurassic Park. Oh no. <laughs> well, all right, so we're gonna get into one of our favorite. Well, I don't know about you, but one of my favorite episodes from season one, "A Fish Full of Dollars." Love yeah, this, is a this episode. Love it. All right, so "Fish Full of Dollars" original air date. 425-1999. We're still in 99, which I'm kind of surprised, but uh, whatever. Um, and do you want to know the opening sequence was? Remember? Are you talking about the cold No, 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 not the cold okay. opening. The opening sequence. Yep. It was loading on oh, there. Loading. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That made me laugh. Now, uh, let's talk about the cold opening. Let's get into that first. I love how Fry is, like, asleep, and it's just, it's squeaking. Like, you think it's, like, people being mischievous in bed. Different things. No, it, it, it's just robots with, on springs. Just squeaking up. I believe, Yeah. Yeah. And I love how he puts the oil on. And Phil Lamar goes, sorry, but in Canadian, sorry. <laughs> and then we have the, uh, the other opening, uh, after that, uh, Fry's like, oh, and then he falls asleep and he realizes that he's in a, um, he's in a dream, uh, but ancient Egyptian algebra, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Ancient Egyptian algebra. <laughs> And Fry realizes that he's he Fry, Fry realizes he's in his underwear, which is funny on that point. Uh, and I love how life speed briefs. You need this in your life. Like I was like, okay. My favorite thing about that ad is the show him giving the presentation in his underwear, which is possibly the most ridiculous thing you can do. In underwear until it shows him laying in bed with a woman who's also wearing like light feet and panties, but he's making the same presentation to her. Yeah, exactly. That's like the best part is that he's just like, <laughs> like that was like wow. I love it. Um, so then, uh, so then they they decide they go, oh well, Fry didn't it have ads in your time. Yeah, but not in our dreams on TVs, on billboards, on radio, 
on buses, on bananas, on buildings, on blah blah blah. And it's just like, but not in dreams. No, not in dreams. <laughs> and I love the analogy the professor gives when he's like, this is your egg. Yeah. And he's like, and this is the dreams. And it pops. But instead of liquid, it's gamma radiation. <laughs> so they're making the Hulk? Is that basically what they're doing? Yeah. That's oh. the Hulk. Product placement. Yeah. Really. Now we need to do is make... He's all best right. Make Disney buy Futurama so we can get more episodes. <laughs> That's right. Excellent. Um, they can sponsor this podcast. Yes. Disney? Yeah, speaking of that, I hold refreshing Slurm right now in my Lightspeed Reefs. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they decide to, um, to go shopping because they... Well, nobody's going to make us buy anything at low, low prices. And then they just... Just go shopping. Yeah, they go shopping. So, um, Overlord and Taylor's Alien Overlord and Taylor. Is that a reference to um? What is that a reference? You've been to New York, so you probably know what that's a reference to. Taylor, like a famous department store. Okay. That's that's making fun of, yeah. Okay. What about what about did you like Calvin Clone? The uh... yeah, love the I love when they give a little fun future pun to a, a current like brand yeah. i love that and uh and she go and then they go um oh they go amy would you like to try calvin clone no and it sprays in his face and and she goes to bender would you like to try no and she sprays it so then he like puts out like a nozzle and sprays her with oil which yeah. <laughs> which is hysterical and so then after that they're like, um, they're walking around the department store, and basically, they, I guess you would call it like, they go shopping around, and he goes to try on the Lightspeed briefs, and he's like, I need the Lightspeed briefs, I need to try them on, and he's like, okay, well you can try on our, um, our what brand that was it, our, it's like the sample, yeah, pair that they had, and he made him try it on, and he's like. He's like here, and he's and he puts it on. He's like ooh, and he puts it on. He's like oh, like an eight pack, and he's like you know doing his thing, doing his thing, and he's like and then women show up, and he's like ooh, and they're like what did it say on there? I think it said um, you're less attractive than they appear. Yeah, and he was like oh, so then he went <laughs> to go buy them, which was funny. <laughs> he went to go buy them, and uh, they were thirty dollars, and he couldn't afford them. And then I love this little thing that they're like, do you take Visa? Ooh. 500 years, it's been expired. Uh, American Express, 600 years. What about Discover? We don't take Discover. Like that, I thought was hysterical, how they just kept like piling, piling. And I love that last part, like, ooh, we don't take Discover. That, uh, that store clerk really knows his history to know the, like, 500 years ago, that company went under. I know, right? Like, he was probably wasn't even born, but he's like, yes. Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, Fry is walking around, and you see, we see our first introduction from Mom, from Mom Corp. If you think about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I thought she was, like, way on earlier in the series, but apparently not. She came in, and she was like, well, uh, oh, Mom's robot oil and she talks about you know 10% and you know oh screen door blah. and I love at the end they're like 
Oh, uh, Mom, Screen Door, and Robot are registered trademarks of MomCorp. Like, I was like, how the fuck do you register Screen Door? When Love, I believe, was another one. Yes. Love. So then, the, and then it gets to the point where Bender starts to steal, which is, I think this is the first time in the series we actually see him steal, if you think about it. Um, he stole his wallet in that, like, no, but from, episode, this is the first time we see him, like, shoplifting. Yeah, shoplifting. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he's, like, he puts Not all the stuff. Not the last, but definitely. No, and then he puts all the stuff in, and, and he starts, and he starts walking around, and Fry's like, Bender, it sounds like you need that oil. And then it starts to pile out, and he's like, he's like, um, did you come in with that sweater, Bender? What? I don't know you people. I'm walking away, and the camera starts to trail him, the security camera. Yeah. And then he starts to I love when the cop... And it, it, that, that wonderful timing of... Now I'm sure there's a perfect... All the cancer on. And I'm he, saying, I'm sure there's a perfect... And more cancer And as he just keeps going, he finds... Uh, very reasonable... And all the rest of it comes out. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> and, then, and then they... Uh, I, I guess it was $80... Yeah, it was $80 bail to get... Uh, Bender out because they had seventy nine fifty, and I love Lila's response. I would pay, but Bender stole my wallet. <laughs> yeah. So then they go to uh, Big Apple Bank, uh, Fry's old bank. So he goes there, and they they don't have his retina scan, they don't have his blood type, they don't have his fingerprint, but he has his ATM card. His what? Polonic map. That was the other one there. Oh. What does that mean, by any chance? Because I'm not familiar with that. Your, uh, your butthole. Oh. Tesla. Why are you looking at me like you're, like, you know what that is? That's, okay, <laughs> stop. Okay. Why is... Why, why does Banks need that? That's the question. <laughs> why do I, Banks... I didn't realize that was different for each person, but I guess, you know. Apparently. Um, so then they get to the point where he's like, or he's like, I still have my pin card. My question is, why the fuck do they still have that machine? Like, it's been a thousand years. Why do they need that machine? <laughs> so he gives it... Well, and apparently he... Discover cards still exist, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I just it, need... It, I need Visa to go like, out so I don't have to owe him any more money. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he goes... So then he's like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, this. And he swipes it and he says... He goes, do you still know your pen number? Yeah, the... The, the price of a large pizza... Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. A large pizza and a... Me, is it a medium soda? No, a cheese pizza and a large soda where I used to work. And then he's like... And then I love how they do the 23 cents. Now, in a curation compound interest over a thousand years, $4.3 billion. And I love how he just... His, his face. Whenever you send me anything like, Oh, hey... I got this new cake. Do you want to come try it? And that's why I, I send that meme. Is that whenever I send it to you, I'm just like, <laughs> like he's like drooling, just of satisfaction, just like drooling, like. Yeah, I love that. Like that made me laugh so hard. Oh god. And then uh, he goes on a spending spree because uh, he buys. You know, he uh, they go congratulations, Fry. This is where we have our Act Two break. We come back from the commercial. Um, our act two break then we have uh, Fry going on and he's like congratulations Fry and then I love how Fry has a cigar 
and a motorized yeah. ashtray. Yes. It walks over to catch the ashes. I love that. What, how'd you like Nibbler looking out of the uh, champagne glass? I, I love Nibbler doing anything in the background. Yeah. I feel like... But yeah, the champagne glass was the first one. I feel like Tesla's my Nibbler. Tesla. You know, like... weird thing... Uh, and maybe it's just a, a future thing, but he's drinking out of a martini glass, not a champagne glass. Alright, sorry. Jeez. And I feel real snooty for... That. But yeah. I guess Planet Express doesn't usually campaign, but, you know, Bender's got to have his martinis, man. Or, as Zach Brannigan says, Champagon. Right. Champagon. Champagon. Um, and then we have, uh, and then I love how he goes, I love how Lila's response is, you know, I don't think we should be spending all this money, and I love Bender's response. You don't know how rich Fry is, do you? I think I need to put on a monocle. Huh? Huh? Bender's monocle is so amazing. I love when he pulls it out. Yeah. Um, and then we go to, um, was it Famous Rays? Is it? Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays. It's a play upon Famous Rays and Rays original. It's like all this. You're, you're missing one of the greatest moments in the episode. The first ever appearance of one of our favorite characters. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, it comes up later? Yes. Not yet. Jumping around. Never yeah. mind. So we get to, so we get to, uh, he's like, he's like, um, oh, yeah, no, this is right. So they go to the pizzeria and they go to get pizza and he's like, yeah, I want one with cheese and my all time favorite topping, anchovies. And they're like, okay. So then they go and he's like, what are anchovies? Does not compute. <laughs> Head explodes, which I thought was hysterical, which it was a New Jersey version of Bender because John DiMaggio did the voice. Did you know that? You can kind of hear it, yeah. It's basically a New Jersey version of Bender. That's the best way to describe it. Yo, what's going on? Does not compute. Um, and then uh, he, he and then he goes on a spending spree and he buys 20th Century Apartments. Which my understanding is, I thought all the 20th Century Apartments were in the bottom, the old decaying ruins of New New York. Like, what's well, like a recreation? Oh, okay, that makes sense. See, I thought it was. I thought it was. No, wait, no, it isn't because the original asbestos. Yes. What? Uh-huh. What? That like? Did you not think about that? Like that blew my mind. I was like, "What does this mean?" I was like, "What?" Like, did they just excavate the entire building and put it? Like, did they rebuild it? Yeah, that's weird. I've never thought of that. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, and then he buys that. And then he goes on a spinning spree, just in general. He goes to, um, uh, oh, and then we get to see uh, Amy's obscene tattoo, which we can't see on television for some reason. I love how yeah. now, I love how now we have like updated TVs, but yeah, we still can't see it. <laughs> what? Well, they're gonna have to fix that. They're gonna have to go back and, and actually draw something in. Yeah, probably. Um, and then uh, we go to an auction. Which, uh, which Fry buys uh, uh, buys numerous twentieth century, I guess, I guess you would call them artifacts, things, yeah, items. Buys the rock and robots, the skeleton of Ted Danza. Which that does not look like Ted Danza anyway. That to me that doesn't the skeleton. 
It doesn't. Yeah. And I love the yeah, I love the robot yeah. toy. I love the robot toy. Yeah. That he has. Oh, and we forgot one of our other favorite lines from this. Is before all this, uh, they're talking about anchovies, and then Professor goes, "Well, you know, anchovies went extinct about the twenty two hundred. Like, does the professor just fucking know everything? Like, does he like store everything? And he's just like, oh. Uh, and then he goes, oh, well, they went out about the twenty two hundreds, the way the Decapodians, Zoidberg, your people came in. And he goes, what? I'm not on trial here. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I love what he goes. We kept saying one more, and then they were gone. We're sorry. Oh, <laughs> like I, I love that Zoidberg was part of a uh, mass extinction. I do think that's funny, right? Does, does that mean that Zoidberg lives forever? Because was he alive then in the twenty two hundreds? Because it's now like that's like over eight hundred years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Because. Because technically lobsters are immortal unless you break them or kill them. But, like, does that mean that Zoidberg is immortal as well? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's just really, really old. Yeah, That's maybe. why he doesn't at school anymore. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then we get, and then we start of uh, uh, Angry Norwegian Anchovies. Is the uh, the brand that they have that hasn't been opened circa 1997? I'm sorry, if it's over a hundred years, I'm not eating it. Nevertheless, a thousand years, like I'm good. Well, the question: Would you eat anchovies in the first place? Wait, what? The question is: Would you eat anchovies in the first place? Because it's not a very popular topic. No, I've eaten sardines before, and I thought they were the same thing, but apparently not. They're two different kind of fish. Yeah. I would try Angry Norwegian Anchovies, though. I would probably go circa 1997 now. I've only eaten anchovies once. It's not good? Um, I, I liked it, but in all fairness, it was in Paris. So, okay. might have been... Okay. So, I will try anchovies on a pizza. I will try anchovies. Just to see what the big deal about it is. Uh, and then we get to the point where it's not been open circa 1997, and they keep going on, you know, different things, and blah, blah, blah. They go, oh, I bid this one. And then uh, I love how the Decapodian uh, creature, the female version of Zoidberg, goes, 40, no, 50 billion, or 50,000. 50, and then they keep going on, and Mom's just like, oh, dearie me. And she just keeps going on and just saying, oh, blah, blah, this, oh, blah, blah. And I love that Fry, and she's like, I love how she goes, uh, twenty three, twenty three million dollars, and I love how Fry goes one jillion dollars, and everyone gasps. I love that, sir. That's not a real number. Oh, gasps again. Yeah. I love it. Fifty million. <laughs> Which, by the way, when I was listening to the commentary, they said that as of I don't know when they recorded that commentary, but as of that moment. They were most gasped per episode with a <gasps> like that made me laugh was the gasp because it just kept going on. And I love how he, yeah. I love how the guy's like, uh, everybody going to this, uh, everybody goes, everything goes to this guy who bought everything from today's auction. Everybody boos him, boo. 
Esprit goes to celebrate slightly and is like, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then we, uh, and then, uh, we get, we see mom go back to her, um, board, her, her studio. I'm sorry, not her studio, her place of employment. And I love how she's like, mom's old fashioned robot company. Yes. Yep. Yes. And then we get to the point where he's like, oh, well, uh, please close the door behind us. And then I love how she walks out, and it's like a robot suit. And she's like... Yeah, it just opens. Yeah, she's like, bloody hell, it's hot in there, God! Oh, like, wow. I forgot how much there was, like, vulgar language for 1999 in this episode. Like, holy shit, there's a lot. Like, damn. Like, damn. Not a show for kids. No. And I love how we get, um, do you remember all the, do you remember the parody of the Three Stooges, like their names in Futurama? Because I only remember, uh, is it, wait, maybe I can pull it up and see. I don't remember the one that they, they actually do name. Walt? I remember Walt. Larry. I know Larry, and I don't remember the other one's name. Igner. It's something like I, was all, I knew it was something weird. Yeah, Igner. Yeah, I love Walt uh, because he's like he's basically the Mo. It's basically a parody of the Three Stooges, which I thought was hysterical. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Which uh, makes the third one named Larry. Right? Like, does Igner get replaced as Shimp? Like, was it was he gonna get replaced as Shimp later on? <laughs> Because he's obviously the curly of the group. It completely reminds me, there's an episode of Pinky and the Brain where they added in like a Three Stooges thing, and it's Pinky and the Brain and Larry. Yes. Yes. And that's what while watching this with the Larry. Larry. Um, so then they go, uh, and then they're like, and then Mom goes into this overreaction of why she wants the, the anchovies because they can produce... Uh, permanently lubricated robots so they can't use ro- they can't use mo- mom's old fashioned robot oil anymore so she goes into this big idea that they have to steal the anchovies from Fry because uh, he's going to do that and they're like he- Fry must be a complete and utter genius and he's watching Sanford and Son like that's that made me laugh so hard is that he's watching Sanford and Son like like wow Um, it's a great show. I mean, I can't, no, can't it's an amazing show. But I love how he's just like, like he's just like, he's laughing. He's like, huh? He's, huh? Um. Uh. So then she wants to steal her, the anchovies, and they're like, "What? Well, mom, what do you want us to do? Steal his pin numbers, you idiots!" And then, he's like, well, how am I supposed to do that? Mom's old-fashioned video-friendly surveillance unit. And then they do it to overhear Fry's pin number on how to get it. So they basically drug Fry to, and think he's in the year 2000, which, by the way, I don't know if you caught this, uh, but, um, about the, uh, oh, we've, we missed our, we missed our favorite part about, uh, the, the, um, our favorite character. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So before all this happened, before that, like it's, I think it's intercut with mom that uh, Fry goes and does things with Bender and Leela. And I love how he chooses. I love how he's looking at the artwork and he chooses the Mona Lisa to catapult to shoot with ray guns, and they all just yeah. shoot. Yeah. Um, and then we they're they're all getting back massages, and we see Scruffy, the janitor, who's not Scruffy yet. But he has the same uniform and everything. I have a fan theory. I'll get to it after we finish with the episode. But I have a fan theory on that. Okay. So, and he's scruffy. He's buffing out Bender's back, which I thought was hysterical. Um, and that, and then we yeah. get, and then we get to the point where Fry is literally locked in a 20th century apartment where his where his life is, where he left it. Which I'm like, wow, really? O- okay. So then they drug Fry. Uh, to go ahead, and I love how right before they, right before Bender and Leela leave, they turn off the the video, and he's literally just watching Static, which I thought was hysterical. And then he's like, "It's time to get funky," and he plays it. And he's like, "I like big butts, and I cannot lie." You uh, and they click it off. Yeah, it like, makes a lot. Yeah, I know. Like classic, classical music. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. Um... And then we get to... Yeah, it was just used in Star Trek, too, in the last Star Trek movie. Yeah, they used... Uh, they called the Bones is like, is that classical music? Yeah, I'm like, wait, you're... Wait, that's the 23rd century, so technically the 2200s. So technically the Decapodians would have reached Earth if the Futurama and Star Trek were in the same universe. So... Yeah. Uh, I went, like, total nerd there for a full second. Like, just compounded everything that might happen. But... Whatever. Um, okay. Yeah. So then, uh, Walt, Larry, and Gunter, I'm sorry, Igner, um, drug Fry and make him think that it's the year 2000. And I love how Walt is ten times skinnier than Mr. Panucci's at Mr. Panucci's Pizza. But Fry still wonders, he goes, hey, did you grow a mustache overnight? No. Yeah. No, it's not. No. And I love how he's like, Oh, blah, blah, this. And he's like, hey, look, Ancho. Yeah, they're not extinct. Fry, come on, dude. Seriously? Really, Fry? Like, he says they're not extinct, and he just grew a mustache overnight and ripped it off. Yeah, it's like the most half-assed performance. Exactly. Of course it would trick Fry. Of course. And I love how we get to the point where they're going, oh, it was, it was Pamela Anderson that they got to do the... Look! It's one of your contemporary actresses, Pamela Anderson. Oh, hey, Fry, remember me from Baywatch the movie? The one that was shot in completely slow motion? It hasn't been made yet, so he doesn't know I won the Oscar? Hey, you're Pamela Anderson from Baywatch! I'm like, Fry, we need to talk, buddy. Is it the drugs that you got drugged with, or what is it? Like... You're not a, you're not even wearing your right color shirt. You're wearing a green jacket where you should be wearing a red jacket. Let's just say that. Okay, okay. It's the drugs. We'll say it's the drugs you got drugged with. That's why you don't know what's going on. And me being an actor, I love this line when she's like, "Yo, I have a large pizza and oh wait, I have a cheese pizza and a large oh, lime soda." Yeah. A large pizza, a cheese pizza, and a large soda. Oh, just like my pin number, 1077. I was like, wow. 
Really, Fry? You don't even know who these people are? Would you say that really in front of Mr. Pernucci? Just he, he knows who Pamela Anderson is. Yeah. Yeah. But my question is, where is Seymour in this entire thing? Because if I was down in, back in 2000, if I woke up I was back in 2000, I would wonder where Seymour was. Seymour. Sure. Seymour. I'm walking on sunshine, Seymour. Um, and then we get to the point uh, where, bye. yeah, and then we get, and then we get to the point where, um, where they find out Fry's number and he starts laughing and they're all like, and then Fry's just sitting there, he's like, I guess I'll laugh too. And then Igner is in the body that Pamela Anderson is on, who she's really tall apparently, and he takes Pamela Anderson's head and hits Fry with it. You don't get to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they give Fry, they, they, they go steal all of Fry's money. And they drive him back off his apartment that he bought. But he has the anchovies for some reason. I still don't know how that works. But he has the anchovies. I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You'd think the can of anchovies would be uncomfortable in there. Right. Um, so then Fry uh, goes back to... He has like a dream sequence where Leela and Bender come up and he's like, Hey guys, I thought, did you know, so-and-so, blah, 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 this and blah, blah, that. And, uh, and then they're like, oh, well, bye, Fry. We got to go to the squid fights. I'm like, squid fights. That sounds pretty cool. You got... You got... Ape fights, squid fights. It's all about fighting animals in the future, apparently. Um, right. And then they and then they they go and out. I'm sorry, what? I said, and remember that dream was brought by Lightspeed Breeds. Lightspeed Breeds. This dream was brought to you by Lightspeed Breeds. Um, <laughs> and then he runs back to Planet to the Planet Express company, and he's like, "Guys, guys, I'm back from the year 2000." What? 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 What's going on? <laughs> and so then he tells him the whole thing. And I love how Fry, I love how uh, Leela goes, Professor, don't, you're Fry's ancestor. Don't you know what's, di-? well, they all said we were crazy once. Well, they said I was crazy because I want to make a race of atomic supermen. <sighs> and I just love how the foreboding is just him just like going mad, full mad scientist. He's just like, Atomic race of a Superman. And he walks out the room because technically we don't know that he's met mom yet because I love that foreshadowing that he wasn't in the same room as mom. I kind of like that. That they they got him out of the equation. Um, And then... And and they foreshadow his atomic Superman. The Harlem Globetrotters... Yeah, the Harlem Globetrotters episodes. Which, that's a good episode too. Um, oh, or, or what was it? The monkeys, the, the Superman where they're on top of the, um, they're on top of the planet express ship, like yodeling or something. I think, <coughs> I think he did that. Uh, yeah. I think he did that for mom, but so he's sitting there and you know, he's like, Oh, well, blah, blah, this. And, and so then he's like, look guys, I saved it. The anchovies. And then I love how, um, Mom comes in and she's like, oh, dearie me, I heard you have trouble. If I was Fry, I'd be like, how the hell did you know I had money trouble? Like, nobody else knows about this. 
Like, just because you were in, we were in the same auction, you know who I am? Like, okay, whatever. Like, it would have been fine to have a news report where Morbo or Linda would have went. In other news, millionaire winner or billionaire winner Fry, you know, what? What? but whatever. I mean, that would have been a nice tidbit, but whatever. So, then Mom's like, oh, well, you know, oh, any money you want. Any money you want. He's like, no. I'm going to share the food I love with the people I like. Holy crap, you're going to eat them? Oops. Whatever. Just make sure you eat them all because you're a growing boy. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets the pizza and he plays an anchovy on each one. Which, my question is, why is Bender eating it? He's a robot. Yeah, I noticed that too. Who? Later, it's revealed that he has no taste. Exactly. So. But whatever. So then he eats it. They eat it, and they're all like, ah! And Fry, like, eats it, and he's like, mm-hmm. And then I love how, I love how, I love Amy's joke at this point. She's like, oh, well, get ready to eat the best extinct animal ever. I don't know. I had cow. Like, I was like, Wow. It's a sad world to live in where cows are extinct, man. Exactly. No steaks, no burgers. What? I mean, uh, you still have steaks and burgers. They're just not made of cow. Not, yeah, they're not beef. Oof. Exactly. Um, then uh, Zoidberg walks in and he's like, and he's like, that stench, that heavenly stench. And he eats the entire pizza. And I love his response. More! 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 Cut to black as it enters his pu- cu- cuticle. Or not his cuticle, his, his pupil. Fades in. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought that was hysterical. Easily one of my favorite episodes from season one. Besides... It's really... Besides the big pile of garbage and Fry in the Slime Factory. Yeah, yeah there's... Really great ones in this season, but this is such a good episode. I absolutely love it. All right, um, so why don't you go with your fan theory on Scruffy the janitor? So my theory, because he—I don't even remember when he actually officially becomes Scruffy the janitor. But my theory, and this is a complete, just a fan theory. I think it's just my opinion. It's probably wrong, but I think he gives Bender such a good buffing that Bender hired Scruffy. <laughs> okay. I could see that happen. <laughs> Makes more sense now that the rest of the Planet Express crew has no idea who he is every time. Yeah, like, who are you? I'm Scruffy. Scruffy, you're janitor. I'm doing what I love. <laughs> like, I want to cosplay as Scruffy the janitor when I go to Comic-Con. Like... I just not care about things. That's no. just... No. Um, so let's get on to things we want from the future. I don't know why I did the fingers. I know it's a radio medium, but I think the fingers helped. Yeah, I think so. No. So what do also, you want? What things do you want from the future? Um, you know, this is a tough one. Uh, I, I would admit ads dreams would be kind of interesting. I'm really surprised I don't dream about ads already. Um, while I while I sit here in my light speed briefs, uh, you know I was going to say those, but they seem so um, like you know they talk about the comfort, but those little wings coming off the side—that seems like that would get in the way of your pants. 
Yeah, it would. Um, I don't know. I real well. I would want life speed briefs. That's me. I would want a pair of life speed briefs. I'd want squid fights so I can go see squids fight. Like, do they fight on land? Do they fight in the sea? Is it an epic sea battle or an aquarium? I don't know what's going on. I don't know. A little boat. Yes. Oh, and then I want Baywatch the movie with Pamela Anderson shot fully in slow motion where she wins the Oscar. That's what I want in my future. So you might get part of that soon. Ooh. They are making a Baywatch movie right now, and Pamela Anderson will be in it. Ooh. So if that prediction comes true. Oh, and I know it's not really in the future, but I want angry Norwegian anchovies. Yeah, I want those. Oh, yeah. I will say the anchovy pizza I had in, in Paris was amazing. It was really good. Oh, another thing I want to try? I mean, another thing I want? A bank that compounds your interest over a thousand years and doesn't, like, execute your account because you only have 93 cents in it where it just freezes your account if you don't make money on it. That's what I want. I want yeah. a bank that does that. For $4.3 billion... Cryogenically freeze me for a thousand years. I'll be good. I'll be good. So that actually leads into my first fun fact of this week. All right, go ahead with your fun fact. Uh, so I actually went looking math on that to see if that actually would work out. The whole point of this episode is that the ninety-three cents over a thousand years would compound to become four point three billion dollars. And there's some debate on the internet because I'm not a mathematician and I don't know math. But, apparently, according to at least some people out there, and quite a lot, it does work. Are you serious? That is actually, if you accrued, it was 2.25% interest on 93 cents over 100 years. No, a thousand. Interest would become $4.3 billion. A thousand years. Make sure you say a thousand. Yeah, thousand years. Wow. All right, Tesla. Let's get a good, let's go get cryogenically frozen. Come on. <laughs> just every couple of years, I just have somebody put money in my bank account. Just be like, okay, here's, here's, so it doesn't like in all generations. Like I'll leave. Here's a hundred dollars. Go put a penny every couple months. <laughs> exactly. Um. Uh, so, do you have any other fun facts? Um. I think I've actually pointed them all out. I was going to say about the Baywatch movie actually happening. Yes. Oh, the other thing is, did you know the original item for this uh, episode was not anchovies? you know what the original item was? What was it? Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Right? I'm like, I like the anchovies route better because I couldn't see Zoidberg freaking out over Pop-Tarts. Yeah, well, and the other thing is Pop-Tarts aren't that horribly disgusting to people like anchovies are. That's, that's an interesting one. Right. Uh, I'll and... for another fun fact, by the way. Go ahead. So the teacher uh, in Prod's Dream, first of all, voiced by Tress McNeil, wonderful. It's the same voice she used for the teacher from Animaniacs, which I thought was funny. Oh, my God, she that is the same one. Yeah, but the best part is, if you pay really close attention, when Bender spits the oil on the perfume salesman, She's that a... teacher on the escalator staring at Bender. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God, it's real. 
Um, so obviously, uh, the Three Stooges were, um, it was, um, uh, Walt, Larry, and Igner. Do you know what Walt was, uh, voice was made after? You know what, you know what Maurice LaMarche was channeling? Vincent Price. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. And did you catch Mom's hair was also I'm another... Vincent Price. Did you catch Mom's hair? Do you know what it's a, um, a nod to? So I know it's supposed... It's like a corporate logo, isn't it? Yeah, it's her hair, but it's also Dracula. It's the Dracula uh, Bram Stokers. Like her hair... Remember, it was uh, Gary Oldman when he's Dracula? It's supposed to be the yeah. same type of haircut. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yes. Oh, and listeners, I know I did screw up last week, and I said that, uh, I believe... Was it uh, Fear of the Bot Planet came out on a certain date? But I said it wrong, but the actual date that it was originally aired, if this internet would load fast enough, I could tell you it. But I think it was not April 20th. It was April 18th. 1999 which granted I was 11 years old when that episode aired that's how old I was wow we were young yeah stupid wow gee thanks um I mean I when I was 11 um and then next week we review my three sons which I'm really looking forward to that episode a lot I'm really looking forward to that one yeah that's what I always love it when I watch it I know it's like that random one where you're like, "Wait, is this this early?" I thought this was later in the season series. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So that is our show. Uh, this is Welcome to the World Tomorrow. You can find us on uh, Facebook and on iTunes. We're also under LowRainPictures.com under What's On Marty and the Arrogant Observer. Thank you for letting us choose your website. We are the premier Futurama movie podcast. Tesla, the Honorable Tesla. You got anything to say? Hold on one second. Let me get the Time Duke in on here. Hey, Time Duke, you want to come say anything? Because we're recording. You want to come say anything real quick? The Time Duke is on his way, people. He is on his way. The Time Duke is here. Time, All hail Time Duke. Time Duke, do you want to say? Do you want to hear anything? We're recording. Welcome to the world tomorrow. Snoochie boochies. Snoo snoo. That's the Futurama thing. Oh. Oh, wrong world. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Uh, also, I'm going to die b- death by Snoo Snoo. Okay. And also, we have a uh, radio show every Monday night on Dogato Radio 98.9. Dolphinradio.org. Dolphinradio.org. You can hear us live 9 to 10. We play whatever the hell we want. And whatever you want if you call us in. Yes, exactly. Uh, also, follow me on Holland Sci-Fi on Twitter. Jim, you got anything else? That's all I got, Admiral. All right. Uh, Tesla? He's licking my nose. All right, Tess. There's worse things that could be licked. Wow. Or better. Okay. <laughs> then we're just going to stop right there before PETA calls us. I'm not talking about Tesla. Okay. Um, so catch us on Facebook and on iTunes. Also listen to Cinema Gems up every Friday. This is every other Tuesday. Time Duke, you got anything else to say before you head out? Butter your own popcorn. Butter your own popcorn. Wipe your hooves, guys. See you later. And always, every other Tuesday... Futurama. Bye, guys.